Benson from Shea Stadium and the Mets against the Houston Astros. For the Mets, the leadoff batter will be Lute Barnes playing second base, batting second, playing third base, Wayne Garrett, batting third to center fielder Willie Mays, batting fourth, playing right field, Tommy Agee, batting fifth, the catcher, Duffy Dyer, batting sixth and playing left field, John Milner, batting seventh at first base, Jim Beecham, batting eighth and playing shortstop, Ted Martinez, and the pitcher, John Matlack, batting ninth. Game will see Tom Seaver in the mound. He has a record of 14 and 9. He'll be opposed by Dave Roberts. And then the final game of the home stand Wednesday afternoon. It'll be Jerry Kuzman pitching against Larry Durker. The Mets do have one other ball game, and it's a big one. The Mets and Yankees at Yankee Stadium in the annual Mayor Trophy game. That will be Thursday night game time at 7:30. Tickets for the game can be purchased at the same season prices at any of the Mets or Yankee ticket outlets. Thursday night at Yankee Stadium. Mets then go on the road, returning home on Labor Day. They'll be playing a doubleheader on Labor Day, September 4th, with the Chicago Cubs. They'll play the Cubs, Montreal, and St. Louis in the next homestand starting on September 4th. All the Mets now with a record of 59 and 33. They are 12 games back of the Pittsburgh Pirates, or one percentage point ahead of the Chicago Cubs. And now battling the Cubs as they have moved up into contention. Both teams 12 games back of the Pittsburgh Pirates. And right here now for the play-by-play, -play, Bob Murphy. All right, Ralph, Roger Metzger. The Houston shortstop, a switch hitter, will bat right-handed against John Matlack. Matlack has started twice against the Astros this year. Pitched well in both games, but lost in both games. The tall left-hander winds. Here's the pitch. Taken low, ball one. Defensively, the New York Mets have Jim Beecham at first, Lute Barnes at second. Ted Martinez is short, and Wayne Garrett is playing third. John Milner in left field, Willie Mays in center. Tommy Agee is around and right. The catcher is Duffy Dyer, and on the mound, John Matlack. And the pitch is low, ball two, two balls and no strikes. Of encouragement to the New York Mets today, Rusty Staub was in the batting gate. Had his first lengthy workout inside the cage. Batted for about 25 minutes. Naturally, it is tender, sore, and still hurts, but it's encouraging. High ball three. Three balls and no strikes. Matlack getting behind on Roger Metzger, 3-0. Matlack has won 10 and lost 7. John has lost his last two. His ERA is excellent. One of the best in the National League, 2.2. The 3-0 delivery, way inside, ball four. And he walks Metzger on four pitches. And this will bring up the young man who's just about the toast of the National League this season, Cesar Sabino. He's only 21 years old. He is leading the National League and the majors in batting, hitting three of 45. Leads the National League in doubles with 28. He's second in the league in triples. He has seven. He's third in the league in runs scored, 87. And on top of that, he has stolen 45 bases. He's 21 years old. Inside and low, it gets away from Dyer. Metzger goes to second. Madlack starting off without his control here this evening. A wild pitch by John Madlack. Cesar Cedeno wins the batting title. 
He will be the youngest player in Major League history to do so. About two months younger than Al Kaline. Kaline was born in December, Sedeno in February. Matt Lack with a runner on second. Nobody out. Sedeno, right-hand hitter waiting.
leading the Houston club in home runs with 26. In runs batted in with 77. The pitch by Matlack. Swing and a miss strike one.
Boot hitting at 3.33 on seven hits and 21 at-bats. Right-hand batter. The 3-1 pitch. And a line drive into short left field. Coming in quickly, Jesus Salou. And he makes the catch. That line drive stayed up just long enough for Jesus. Starting the night six and a half behind Cincinnati. 
And a fastball over strength three call. Tommy Agee called out. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. At the end of one inning, the Astros nothing, the Mets nothing. The last time that Steve Carlton pitched in Philadelphia, he was going for his 20th win. A crowd of 53,000 that turned out. And Carlton won his 20th and his 15th in a row. Tonight, Steve Carlton is trying to make it 16 straight and capture his 21st victory. Atlanta nothing, Philadelphia nothing at the end of two innings. Doug Rader faces John Matlack as we go now to the second and the pitch is outside ball one. Doug Rader is hitting 241, but it's a big 241. 18 home runs and 73 runs batted in. Matlack in with a pitch, swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Carlton's opponent tonight in Philadelphia is knuckleballer Phil Necro. Cincinnati playing at Montreal, a home run in the first inning by Joe Morgan. Reds lead 1-0 after the top of the first. And a bloop foul going over into the crowd, no play. For Cincinnati, Jim McLaughlin is pitching in for Montreal, Big Mike Torres. On the coast tonight, the Cubs play the Padres in San Diego. Chicago now just one percentage point behind the Mets. And St. Louis will play the Dodgers in Los Angeles. The Pirates and Giants are not scheduled. Fouled as he was jammed by Matlack, one ball and two strikes. In the American League, the Yankees have the night off. Baltimore leading California 1-0 after three innings. Andy Messersmith pitching against 13-game winner Pat Dobson. Cleveland 4, Minnesota 1 at the end of two. That's Jim Perry and Milt Wilcox.
Buster Trade. The infield looking for two. The 2-1 pitch, the runner goes, swing and a miss. The throw to second hung up now and trying to get back at Raider. He's out. Martinez to beat him. And again, the ground throwing of Debbie Dyer. When the hit and run play failed at Joe and held the swung and missed, Raider slammed on the brakes and decided his best shot was to get into a rundown. He was thrown out from Duffy Dyer to Teddy Martinez to Jim Beecham. One out and nobody on. And the 2-2 pitch to Tommy Helms. Hip foul off to the right, no play. inning, the Astros had Roger Metzger thrown out at the plate. Pitching two and two. At a foul pop, no play. It'll be over in the field box crowd behind the right field line. Tom Seaver faces Houston tomorrow night, and Jerry Kuzman pitches Wednesday afternoon. Thursday night at Yankee Stadium, game time 7.30, the annual Mayor's Trophy game, the Mets and the Yankees. Again, off to the right. And Tommy Helms is giving John Matlack a lengthy workout. Houston Astros have played day in and day out with a set lineup. Had a soft line drive base hit going into right field. So Tommy Helms hangs in there and comes up with a base hit. This will bring up Jesus Alou. Has not been used a great deal this year. The Astros have gone with their set outfield. But Bob Watson, Cesar Cedeno, and Jimmy Webb. You know, you have to stay healthy to be a pennant contender. The Astros have seven players who have played over 100 games this year. They just have not been hit by injuries. Bob Watson is out for a couple of days with a muscle pull. Watson has played 115 games. Most by any Met player this year has been 90 ball games. For the Mets, Rusty Stab has missed almost 60. Leon Jones has missed 40. Tommy Agee has missed over 30. For the Astros, Metzger has played all 117. Cedeno, Wynn, May, Raider, Helms, and Watson have all played over 100. And a little squibbler down the first baseline. Matlack hurries to it. Turns and throws. And it's in time for the arc. Low throw, but Beecham got it. Moving to second on the play, Tommy Helms. Hey, Salou's out on a little scrubber down the first baseline. And it brings up the catcher, Larry Howard. Larry Howard hitting a 221. He stands 6-3 and weighs 200. Matlack pitching from the stretch. Here's the pitch. High outside ball one. Larry Howard is at one home run this year. That was right here at Shea Stadium off John Matlack. Tommy Helms leading off second base with two men down. 
The pitch by Matlack is over. A call strike gets one ball, one strike. No score, top half of the second. Now the pitcher on the way. And a ground ball is slowly down to third. Wayne Garrett up with it. Guns it across the Beecham, and the side is out. No runs, two hits. No errors, and one left on. At the end of an inning and a half, the Astros nothing, the Mets nothing. Before Duffy Dyer leads off, we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to the voice of the Mets here in Saratoga Springs, New York, WKJFM, 102.3 on your FM dial. 25 and a half minutes before 9 o'clock. defensive plays this ball game. In comes the pitch from Jerry Royce. It's swung on and missed strike one. John Milner is on deck and then Jim Beecham. Curve on the inside corner, strike two. Bud Harrelson, Jim Vergosi, Cleon Jones. Still sidelined with injuries. Cleon tried to play yesterday. His back stiffened up. Off the outside corner, one ball, two strikes. Mets are hoping that by the end of the week, Bud Harrelson and Jim Fergosi can get back into action. And it's over at the knees. Strike three call. Second strikeout for Jerry Roy. against 
fish of Gary Royce by John Matlack has swung on and missed his strike one. Well, Jim Beecham on his birthday had a birthday present taken away on that catch by Cedeno. And a pitch back, a curveball. It's in for a call strike two. Gary Royce, a left-hand batter, has run up 49 times. He's had six hits this year. Chokes up in the bat. Matlack with his two-strike delivery. It's swung on and missed. The curveball. And Matlack gets his second strike out of the ball game. up Roger Metzger who walked on four pitches his first time up. He got as far as third base and then on a shallow fly ball to right field caught by the second baseman Newt Barnes. He tried to score from third and was thrown out of the plate. Very unusual play. He came with one man out. Now a pitch that's inside is ball one. Salty Parker the third base coach sending him in and taking a chance uh, scoring a run from third with Lee, Lee May up on a fly ball. Here's a pitch for a ball, ball two, and Matt Mack again having trouble getting the ball over to Metzger. And the left-hander's 2-0 pitch. This time he gets a strike. So after six out of the strike zone, he gets a strike. Ralph, I remember Salty when he coached a third for the New York Mets. He was pretty conservative in those Very days. conservative coach, that's right. So maybe you might have to say that the runner, Metzger, made that play for a ball. It's ball three. Three balls, one strike. Solly was an extremely conservative third base coach. And the next pitch is fouled down the right field line. The count goes to three balls and two strikes. But the most daring third base coach that the Mets have had was Buddy Herzog. And a good one. Buddy would be a perfect third base coach on a team that doesn't score many runs because he really liked to gamble.
into the bottom half of the third. The Mets coming up, and Ted Martinez to lead off. Ted batting for the first time has a 2.17 average, a right-hand batter. He'll be followed by John Matlack and then Lute Barnes. First three batters for Jerry Royce. And the first pitch is a fastball on outside, ball one. Martinez deep going a bunt. The end of three and a half innings, Atlanta one, Philadelphia nothing. Next pitch is in for a call, strike, it's one and one. Again, Martinez in bunting position. Steve Carlton going for... 16th consecutive victory, and there's a swing and a foul ball. Ball foul back against the backstop, back of home plate. One and two. Carlton has a record of 20 wins and six losses. The record for consecutive victories in one season is 19, set by Rube Marquardt. Carl Hubble won 26 games over a two-year period. There's a foul ball. It's one and two. One season, 19 in a row. Elroy face one, 17 in a row. There's a little looper in the center field. It'll be a base hit. Sedeno takes it at one hop, and the Mets have their first hit of the ball game as Martinez hits a single to center. Now with a runner on first base and no one out, the batter will be John Matlack, and he's in a bunning situation. Matlack has been up 55 times. is in for a call strike as he moved in the bunny position. Doug Rader, the third baseman, applying a lot of pressure. He's charging very strongly. He's an excellent fielder. Again, he's about 60 feet away before the pitch, and he moves on up. Matlack squares, takes outside. One ball, one strike. Lee May coming in from first, not coming in as strongly. So about the only choice Matlack has is to bunt the ball toward first base. Side taken away by Raider. 1-1 pitch. Matlack bunts it, but it's foul, and it's a 1-2 count. No score, no one out, bottom of the third. Raider again in, so they're expecting Matlack to bunt again. He squares out. Here's the pitch. Runner goes. The ball taken high, and the throw down to second base is late. chance at all as Martinez top second base two ball two strike count and again Houston looking for a bunt this time Lee May is in about 60 feet away from his first base position Raider has to guard at third here's the pitch it is taken in for a call strike three and Matlack has called out on strikes position and taking the pitch. Now with one out, the batter will be Luke Barnes. Barnes lined the left field on a 3-1 pitch his first time up. Average at 318, he's been up 22 times. Barnes came to the plate without his batting helmet, so he was sent back 
one. It's illegal to bat without the helmet. You can wear the helmet on the field defensively if you wish. You don't have to wear it, but you have to. It's mandatory. You have to wear it at the plate. Down to Delhi, and the count evens out at one ball and one strike. 
pitch, grounded out to third, and Raider charges, boots the ball, picks it up, and has no play. And coming around third base and scrambling back to the bag as the play goes there with Metzger covering his Barnes, and he gets back safely. Barnes made the turn around third as Raider fake throwing the first base. He then slipped back to Metzger, or Metzger took the throw, but Barnes, who had come to a sudden halt, scrambled back in his hands and knees to get back to the bag in time. Swung on and missed it, strike one. AJ hitting 248. 10 home runs, 38 runs batted in. Pitch back to AJ in the dirt, dug out by Howard. A good play there.
You're listening to WKJFM 102.3 on your FM dial in Saratoga Springs, New York. The time, two minutes before 9 o'clock. Ralph Kiner here with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson. The first pitch to Lee May hit down in the left field corner. Over to field the ball is John Milner in foul territory. And he comes up with the ball and throws it in the third base as May goes in with a double. Lee May coming up with a two-base hit after striking out his first time up. May hitting at 287. That puts a runner in scoring position. The Mets lead one and nothing. Second on the club in RBIs to Lee May, who has 77. Raider batting at 242, but a strong 242 with 18 home runs, four triples, 19 doubles, and 73 RBIs. Pitch back. It is inside and low. One ball, one strike. next delivery. It is hit in the air to shallow right field. Going back is Barnes. Also coming in is A.G. A.G. runs him off and makes the catch. And he gets a big hand for the catch, which is a routine fly ball because he dropped one earlier in the ball game. So now two men away. Lee May stays at second base and the batter is Tommy Helms, who singled the right field his first time up. Helms batting 268. Leading one to nothing, Houston with a runner at second base. Two men away, we're in the top of the fourth inning. And Madlack's first pitch to Helms, hit in the air to center, Mays back, he has a lot of room. Turns and makes the catch in the side of the time. In the inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, and the man left at second in the score. At the end of three and a half innings, have had a strong bullpen all year featuring Tug McGraw and also along with Tug Danny Priscilla. They will join me and a number of other big league stars aboard the Long Island Railroad's bullpen special on Thursday, August 24th. There will be 40-minute stopover parties at Huntington, Hicksville, Mineola, and Jamaica. Check arrival times at those stations. The parties will feature baseball instruction, discussion, and prizes at each stop. With instant winners who will be welcomed aboard the train and will travel with the players to Yankee Stadium for the Mayor's Trophy game that evening. Don't miss the fun. That's Thursday, August 24th. We're going now to the bottom of the fourth inning. It'll be Duffy Dyer to lead off against Jerry Royce. The Mets have one run on two hits. The Astros have no runs and three off John Matlack. Duffy struck out his first time up. He got caught looking at a fastball. Average of 241 for the year. First pitch, a curveball. Highest ball one. Dyer now has caught more ball games than Jerry Grody. This is his 62nd. Grody was in 58. 1-0 pitch. Get in the air to the shortstop. On the dirt part of the infield. And Metzger backpedals at the last minute and makes the catch. Ball was up there. 
one pitch and one away. And it brings up John Milner. He popped up the short his first time up. Milner hitting 253. He has 10 home runs, 25 RBIs. Left-hand batter. Year. And the first pitch is grounded out to second. Helms comes in, gets a good hop, throws the first two pitches, two men away. That'll bring up Jim Beecham. Jim was out on a fantastic catch by the center fielder, Sedanio, his first time up. Daniel going high to the top of the wall at the 396 mark to take an extra base hit away. And this is Jim Beecham's 33rd birthday today, and that's no way to treat a fellow on his birthday. and Beecham were teammates last year with the Cardinals. First pitch a curve. It's ball one. And the next delivery swung on and missed. A fastball actually fouled. That's one ball and one strike. Houston has drawn well at home this year with their ball club in contention for the Western Division. They have drawn 
another road swing. The Mets will start out with a weekend series in Atlanta. Then go into Cincinnati for three night games and on to Houston for a weekend series. Returning to New York for the September 4th. Labor Day doubleheader against Chicago. The 1-2 pitch and a soft line drive into short left field for a base hit. Alou lunged at the pitch, got the bat on it, and dropped it into short left. Third time in five innings, the Astros have had their leadoff batter on base. So the game certainly has not been easy to this point for John Matlock. Larry Howard was thrown out by Wayne Garrett his previous time at bat. With the pitcher, Jerry Royce, due up next. The Mets are not looking for any butt. The pitch by Matlack on the outside corner calls strike one. Lute Barnes and Teddy Martinez, a double plate up and a foul ball back. The count strike two on Larry Howard. Larry Howard, a right-hand batter. Oklahoma City last year in the American Association. The Astros carry three catchers. The veteran John Edwards and his backup men Bob Stinson and Larry Howard. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. He got him. Good fastball by Matlack. For John Matlack, strikeout number four. be a tough way to lose a winning streak if you lost it 1-0. Well, in Philadelphia, the Atlanta Braves lead the Phillies 1-0 at the end of six. Steve Carlton trying for his 16th straight win. He's up against Phil Necro. Now Jerry Royce up and the Mets look for a punt. He squares around and takes high and tight. One ball, no strikes. Cincinnati leading Montreal 1-0 after four innings on a home run by Joe Morgan. The Cubs play at San Diego, the Cardinals at Los Angeles. The Pirates and Giants get a day off. Look, Powell hit a two-run homer to get the Orioles back in front of California. It's 3-1 at the end of five and a half. Cleveland leading Minnesota 8-3 after four and a half innings. Oakland three, Detroit nothing at the end of two. He punts the ball, pops it foul, no play. Back over the screen into the crowd. Oakland three, Detroit nothing at the end of two. Well, the Tigers won a wild one yesterday. California had a nine-run inning and did not win. Detroit fell behind nine to four, rallied and pulled the ball game out. And a throw to first, not in time. Houston pitcher Jerry Royce is up trying to sacrifice. Garrett coming in close at third. He does an offer and the pitch is over, a call strike. It's one ball and two strikes to Jerry Royce. So now Royce has a good hard look at Salty Parker to see if the punt is still on. Knowing that if he punts foul, he'll strike out. Left-hander against left-hander. The pitch on the way. He turns to bunt strike three. Didn't get the bat on it. Fifth strikeout 
out for John Madlack, and it brings up leadoff batter Roger Metzger. Metzger has played in every Astro ball game this year. He's been playing on a bad leg recently. He drew a walk in the first inning, and he struck out in the third. Metzger is a switch hitter, so he's batting right. Ground ball toward the middle. Martinez to his left, grabs it, steps on second, forcing out Jesus Alou, and the side is retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left. So we've come halfway at the end of four and a half innings. The New York Mets won, the Houston Astros nothing. Martinez has scored the only run of the game. He singled to center in the third, and he stole second. And he came home on a base hit by Lute Barnes. He takes strike one called on the inside corner. John Matlack will bat next to then Lute Barnes. The Astros have out hit the Mets 4-2. And a curve is fouled against the shin guard of Larry Howard. We have a two-strike count on Ted Martinez. Teddy batting 220. 13 runs batted in. 6'5 inch Jerry Royce from St. Louis, Missouri on the mound for Houston. Two-strike pitch, fastball inside, one ball, two strikes. Royce has had good control tonight. He's walked only one, struck out four. Pitching one and two. Inside, it's two and two. Royce has had a number of games this year that have been difficult for him because he did not have his control. Nobody out, last half of the fifth. Had a swing and a miss. He got him with a fastball. Both left-handers have hung up five strikeouts. Now John Matlack comes to bat. Matlack getting a nice hand from the Shea Stadium crowd. John was struck out his first time at bat. And the pitch to him is inside ball one. Lute Barnes, who leads off, is out on deck. The 1-0 delivery is on the outside corner. The Mets have had two long drives caught in this game, both by Cedeno, the fleet-footed center fielder, to race to the fence. And a fastball that swung and missed at one and two. by Jerry Royce, a little bit high, two balls and two strikes. Now Royce has his sign, and the pitch on the way is swung on and missed, strike three. Strikeout number six for the left-hander who throws hard. Two outs and nobody on. Now the top of the batting order for Lute Barnes. Had a busy hand in this ball game. In addition to driving in the only run of the game, he helped the Mets tremendously in the first inning when he went into right field, caught a pop fly, and made a good throw home to get Mesker for a double play. He runs up, tries to bunny his way on, but bunts the ball foul.
third baseman playing him even with the bag and wide at the line. Had a curveball over, strike two. Rader is an outstanding defensive ball player as well as an excellent long ball hitter. He has won the gold glove five times. The two-strike pitch. Fly ball into the air to right field. Should be easy for Jimmy Wynn, who eases over and makes the catch. The Mets go one, two, three in their half of the fifth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of five innings, the New York Mets won, the Houston Astros nothing. He was pitched to Cesar Cedeno, Jimmy Wynn, and Lee May in the sixth. Circuit in batting, hitting a 3.44. He has reached safely on an error and bounced to third, nothing for two. And a long fly ball hit deep to left center field, way back. And there it goes, a home run. Sedeno's 19th home run of the year. It ties the game one to one. center field to tie it up. Jimmy Wynn has been up twice and both times popped the ball up. That lags pitch on the way on the outside corner strike one. into his windup. Here's the pitch on the way. This one is low. That evens the count at one ball, one strike. The 1-1 one, one pitch. High, inside, 2-1. and one. Now today's baseball head scratcher is up on the Nussie's floor to entertain the fans. Can you name the last American League player to win back-to-back -back RBI titles? A little bit high. Matlack behind on Jimmy Wynn, three and one. The home run by Cedeno, the fifth hit of the game for the Astros. The three-one pitch. And a bloop into shallow center field coming up under it is Willie Mays, and he has it. One down. Fly ball to short center, easily taken by Willie Mays. double down the left field line in the fourth inning. He was left stranded. His first time up, he was struck out by Madlock. Liam A. hitting 289. 26 home runs, 77 RBIs, and a swing and a one. Doug Rader is out on deck. The game is tied 1-1. We're in the sixth inning and the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. And Matlack takes Lee May on three pitches. They were all fastballs. That is the sixth strikeout for John Matlack. And it brings up third baseman Doug Rader. Rader single to center and fly to right one for two. His batting average is only 242, but he has 18 home runs, 73 RBIs. Swing and a miss, strike one. 
Vasquez, and the side is out. So Matlock settled right down after the home run by Cedeno and retired three good hitters in a row. One run, one hit, no errors, none left. At the end of five and a half innings, the Houston Astros won, the New York Mets won. of the sixth inning, the game tied 1-1. Two, three, and four in the New York batting order to come up now against left-hander Jerry Royce. Wayne Garrett, Willie Mays, and Tommy Agee. The pitch to Garrett. Hit in the air to left center, hustling over his Jesus Alou, and he makes the catch. Garrett retired on the first pitch by Jerry Royce, and now Willie Mays.
bets have now reached a total paid attendance for the season of 1,800,721. Tommy Helms is up to lead off here. Here's Matt Lack's pitch, and it's low for a ball. Helms moving back on the pitch. Helms single, and he flies to center, one for two. Hitting 267 for the year. Right-hand batter. Matt Lack's a lefty, and the pitch is swung on foul back. It's out of play. So it's one and one.
the end of four. It's Oakland three, Detroit nothing. Catfish Hunter against Woody Fryman. Right here, Duffy Dyer is up to lead off for the Mets in the bottom of the seventh inning. He has struck out and popped out so far. Jerry Royce has been in all the way. That pitch is in for a call strike. James Rodney Richards still throwing in the bullpen for the Houston Astros. Scheduled the bat in this inning for the Mets. Here's a swing and a drive deep to left. It's way back towards the track and going back to the wall is a Lou and he makes the catch. Just in front of the 371 side. A Sousa Lou went across the warning track and one-handed the ball just in front of the 371 sign in left field. John Milner has popped out and grounded out. Here tonight, the New York Mets have had warning track power. They've hit them long, but not long enough. Here's the pitch to Milner, and it is in there for a call strike at the knee. Phillies did not score in the eighth. Or rather, they did score. I beg your pardon. Here's a swing and a foul ball off and out of play. The Phillies did score in the eighth. And so, going to the ninth inning now, it's the Atlanta Braves one and the Philadelphia Phillies one. Bill Negro against Steve Carlton. Carlton. Batting for Royce. Here's a 
season's batting average of 307. He has 11 home runs and 70 runs batted in. Bob Watson, the right-hand batter being put up here, and James Rodney Richards still throwing down there in the bullpen. The Mets have had only three hits. The Astros have had five, but the Mets are leading by a score of 2-1, to one, with Houston coming up in the top of the eighth inning. Swing and a miss at strike one. Matlack has struck out six and walked one here tonight. The Atlanta Braves did not score in the top of the ninth. The Phillies are coming up in the bottom of the ninth inning with the score tied. Atlanta won, the Phillies won. That's in for a call strike. 0-2. Cincinnati Reds are leading Montreal 4-0 in the top of the eighth. It's a swing and a miss. Struck him out on three pitches. Matlack. Pitch hitter Bob Watson for the seventh strikeout victim. Now it's Roger Metzger. Walked, struck out, grounded into a force play. Jim Ray has joined James Rodney Richard in the bullpen now for the Astros. Jim Ray is also up and throwing. Pitch to Metzger. A little high for a ball. is low for a ball. It's 2-0. Oh. One man out. Nobody on base. Duffy Dyer sends out the sign and here is the 2-0 delivery. Taken low. He was taking that pitch regardless. It's 3-0. and oh.
That's two in Houston, too. Dyer's out there talking to Madlock. Doug McGraw still throwing in the bullpen. One man out. Wynn is the number three man in the order coming up. He's followed by Lee May. Houston batting in the top of the eighth inning. Now Dyer comes back behind the plate. Madlock standing there on the mound with his arms folded. on the rubber now to take the side. Cesar Cedeno is leading and it's going to be an intentional walk. Cedeno bluffed a start on the pitch outside. An intentional pass to win to set up the force and the double play possibility and then they'll work to Lee May. Outside is ball three now. So the intentional walk is accomplished. The Atlanta Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies are going to the 10th inning now. Still tied 1-1. Bill Necro against Steve Carlton making the bid to keep his winning streak alive. He's won 15 in a row. Up in Montreal, Cincinnati 4. Montreal nothing going now to the bottom of the 8th inning. The Astros have runners at first and second. There's one man out and Lee May is at the plate. Madlack's pitch to the right-hand batter, swung it in on the ground, and it's taken by Garrett at third, and on over to Barnes, and on over to Fraser for a double play. A 5-4-3 double play, and the side is retired. So it is one run on one hit, a walk and one man left, and in the middle of the eighth inning, the score is tied. Houston 2 and the Mets 2. New York Mets will send up John Madlack. He'll bat for himself, leading off here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Madlack's been up twice. He struck out both times. Ray's pitch is foul back. It's strike one. The Astros have two runs, six hits. The Mets have two runs, three hits. Breaks a little high, and it's one and one. Lute Barnes is on deck. This pitch sails high, and it goes two and one. Nobody out. Third baseman Doug Lady comes 
be sacrificing here. Tom Griffin is up and throwing now in the bullpen. Tom Griffin is warming for the Houston Astros. That's a chant of let's go Mets. Well, Barnes is around to punt. Puts the ball up into the end of the first base side. May has it in foul territory for the out. Matlack retreats to first. Lute Barnes trying to sacrifice instead popped it up in foul territory up the first baseline where Lee May grabbed it for the out. So there's one man out now and Wayne Garrett's coming up. Garrett has walked, rounded out, slide out. Tom Griffin is up and throwing now in the bullpen. Tom Griffin is warming for the Houston Astros. That's a chant of let's go Mets, well. Barnes is around to punt. Puts the ball up into the end of the first base side. May has it in foul territory for the out. Matlack retreats to first. Lute Barnes trying to sacrifice. Instead popped it up in foul territory up the first baseline where Lee May grabbed it for the out. So there's one man out now. And Wayne Garrett's coming up. Garrett has walked, grounded out, fly out. Left-hand batter. Facing right-hand pitcher Jim Ray. Go to first, that likes back. The Atlanta Braves didn't score in the top of the tenth. The Phillies are batting the bottom of the tenth. Score still tied. That's a breaking pitch high. It's ball one. Willie Mays is on deck now for the Mets. Score tied here, 2-2. Two -two. Bottom of the eighth inning. It's sailed high and away. It's 2-0 to Wayne Garrett. Here comes Jim Owens, the pitching coach, out of the dugout. Jim Owens, the pitching coach of the Astros, is on his way to the mound. He wants to know about this uh, control problem that Jim Ray seems to be having here at the outset. Second, Ray sets up. He 
It's the maze. Curveball in there for a call strike two. seconds, 10 o'clock, Eastern Daylight Saving Time. Castro's tied 2-2, and it's Doug Rader up to lead off. Matt Lack's pitch. Swung on and missed at strike one. Rader is one for three here tonight. Right-hand batting third baseman is hitting 241. Jorgensen. Joe Morgan hit one for Cincinnati in the first inning. They've 
Cubs in San Diego later, the Cards and the Dodgers later, the Pirates and the Giants are not scheduled. Matt Light checks the runner at first, and here's the pitch to Jesus. A little popped up to the right side and foul territory. Jim Beecham is waiting, and he makes the catch. will be scheduled to send up Tommy Agee, Duffy Dyer, and John Milner. on base. 
two deliveries. Get on the ground to shortstop. Metzger over up with it. Rosalima and two men are out. Duffy Dyer grounding out short to first. Now John Milton. He's gone over three. He popped to short. He grounded out second to first, and he flies to center. Miller's had 10 home runs, and he's hitting 251.
about who is the hero of the night. And there is also no doubt that Jim Beecham will never forget his 33rd birthday, the evening of which was spent at Shea Stadium in New York, and during which he hit his first two home runs as a New York Met. Starting out in this ballgame, the New York Mets took the lead from Jerry Royce by getting a run in the bottom of the third inning. Teddy Martinez singled, he stole second, and Lute Barnes singled him home, so the Mets had a run. And John Madlock was holding Houston pretty well at bay after a hectic first inning. That's worth recounting because the Mets, who had been in an horrendous performance here yesterday, started out on about the same tone tonight. Roger Mesco had walked on four pitches, and he would wild pitch to second base. Cesar Cedena popped the ball up into short right, and Tommy Agee dropped it, then threw it away as it got by Martinez. He didn't throw it away. He got it to Martinez, but Martinez didn't handle it, and he was charged with an error. Double errors charged on the ball, and quickly, Houston had runners at second and third, and nobody out. But Jim Wynn popped up in the short right. Lute Barnes went back and caught the ball. Metzger tagged and tried to score, and Barnes threw him out at the plate, so it was a double play, and Lee May struck out, so the Mets were out of the inning. The Mets then had that one nothing lead all the way up to the sixth, but Cesar Cedeno led off with a home run. It was then a 1-1 ball game. The New York Mets recaptured the lead in the bottom of the seventh when with two men out, Jim Beecham hit a home run into the bullpen. And Houston came right back, and they got a run in the eighth inning when Roger Metzger drew a walk. Cesar Cedeno double way back to the wall and left. John Milner went up and was off his glove, but the double was enough to score Metzger, and it was a 2-2 ball game. It went that way to the bottom of the ninth when with two men out, Milner drew a walk, and Jim Beecham hit his second consecutive homer, and the New York Mets won it by a score of 4-2. to John Matlack posted his 11th victory. He has lost seven, and Jim Ray took the loss. We'll be back with more in just one minute. Uh, this is George Burns introducing the Navy three-year guarantee. It's for guys 17 or 18 years old who'd like a choice in deciding what kind of work they do and where they do it. Here's how the Navy three-year guarantee works. You can come in the Navy for three years and they'll guarantee you at least two things. The first, your choice of either the East Coast or the West Coast as a place to work out of. And second, your choice of sea duty, which means you'll be seeing a lot of the oceans of this world. Or work as an airman recruit, which means you'll be seeing a lot of airplanes. Maybe even be on an aircraft carrier. Now, where else could a guy your age get a deal like this? For only a three-year commitment. Certainly not in private industry. You know you should see your Navy man soon. He'll tell you if you qualify for the Navy three-year guarantee. You see, today's Navy helps you be what you want to be right now. To enlarge on the feet of 33-year-old Jim Beach and let us say that he first came to the Major League with the Cardinals in 1963, coming into tonight's game in 480 times at bat, coming starting this year in the Major League, he had had only nine home runs. Jim Beecham has never hit over two home runs in any one Major League season. He hit two here tonight in the space of less than an hour. So the New York Mets have won their 60th game of this season. They have picked up a half game on the Pittsburgh Pirates who are not scheduled, and so they trail the Pittsburgh Pirates by 
11 and one half games. In the season series, the Mets have won three, Houston have won four, if they try the 24,242, here are the final totals. For the Mets, four runs on four hits and two errors. For Houston, two runs on seven hits and one error. That likes the winner, raise the loser. Again, the final score of the Mets, four and Houston, two.